0: Hello and welcome to the Arbitrage Podcast, episode 261. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host, Ryan Sundensky. Hello. Hey, hey. And I'm going to put this microphone back in front of my face because I feel really weird without it. Yeah, um, now but... I'm just going to... I'm going to record as I am. Perfect. Right now. We uh, uh, took... We're, sorry, we're two weeks late for episodes. That was my fault. I, yeah. I neglected to mention to Ryan until 30 minutes before the recording session last I, time. I got here early. And there was... The worst detour in the world that sent me <laughs> through Excelsior. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> they closed the highway at Lake Hallway-Paisley Park. Of course. And they closed two twelve. So I had to drive all the way out to the lake, go around the lake to get here. So you had to, like, overshoot, go up. Yep. I'm sorry. So, yes. <laughs> I it, felt very terrible about it. I, I bottled it up. I was being quiet because I understand things happen. It's no big deal. However, I will say, on the way back, I found a really fucking good road. It's like, on this side of town. Yeah, it, it's. I um, need to know about this. If you go around like Lake Minnetonka, yeah, um, it's like a block over from the lake, and there's a section's curvy, and then it goes just a straight line of piss all the way to Long Lake. Oh, okay. But it's like got like a bunch of elevation changes, like even though it's straight. And there's like a couple of driveways for like farms, okay, and so, no intersections. Just like an intersection every mile, no with Don't no, no stop then. signs, dude. That's awesome. We've been looking for good roads, on and the there's also forever. also there's like a treetop canopy the entire way. Nice. So yeah. it's picturesque too. It's picturesque, and like you have a straight line to piss. That's so great. Like it's a really good like hot rod road. <laughs> like <laughs> like it, skinny Mickey's. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not like a handling road. But like it's a very good drive, even though like you're not really turning that much. Yeah. Like when you get when you yeah. like get onto the road, like you've about a mile of turns. Sure. Maybe a half mile of like good turns, and then but like the straight part is like the best part of the road. Hmm. Like it's just a good place. I like. I have to figure this out for you. It's at some a, it's point. it is a good slow car fast road. Well, we like that here. On yeah. The exactly. Podcast. Yeah. That is my kind of road. So the Fiat <laughs> really enjoyed it. I love Fiat 500s. I was
1: working.
0: Yeah, Jana was working. Sorry, Jana. It's fine. But I've got a ham, so I'm going to ham it up. Oh, clipped a little bit. That's probably fine. Sorry. Uh, I have a Coors Banquet. And while we sip into our beers, I want to briefly mention our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash on this super handcrafted, not really website, you'll find three open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you to support content producers like us, now starting at $1, which Patreon tried to get me to not do, but I'm here for you guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, patreon.com forward slash If you want to buy us a beer or help with hosting costs, we appreciate it, but certainly no pressure. So? I, last week, also found my new favorite beer of all time. Okay, do tell. It's called Lvivsky. It's a Ukrainian beer from Lviv. It's uh, one that I sent a photo of. It's from the Ukrainian festival. So Jan yeah. and I had borscht and pierogies and the Lvivsky beer. And it is like, so you know like a Pilsner Urkel? Oh, yeah. shit, that's a whole, oh, yeah. A really good Pilsner? Really good. It's that, but you know how like a uh, Chardonnay is kind of buttery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the butteriness of a Chardonnay without like the sparklingness of a beer. Ooh. With like Pilsner and everything else. That sounds perfect. It's cool. a F- flawless beer. It was in a green bottle, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Was so weird. would it spoil like a Stella Artois? Uh, no. Okay, good. Because um, Stella Artois, I, I think, are just a bad beer from the start. <laughs> if you get like a really crispy one, it's actually pretty good. Or like a kegged one is good. Yeah. But out of a bottle, I've not had good luck with it. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, but a is is like 11 out of 10. Go find it. Like Yorg had a um, Ukrainian beer, but it was like a dark... Uh, beer. What beer was it? Uh, I'll have to pull up in the photos later, but they, they only had like six bottles, and this was right during the invasion. Oh, okay. So yeah. like they had it already. And uh, like, oh, yeah. I gotta have this. If uh, York ever gets Pravda, I'd really like to try some of their beer. Because okay. apparently they're really good as well. And they're also from Lviv. We should have to talk Lviv to apparently about has a good beer scene. Ukraine, the more I learn about it now... It's, it's like, like, the best country. It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that we actually like about Russia is from Ukraine. I know. Like, all the good companies, all the good projects, everything. Like, oh, yeah, we're actually headquartered in Ukraine. Yeah. And, you know, the... um, Oh, okay. I'm not sure how much you know about Soviet weird... None. Tech. We'll just go with none. None. so, you know how we made the cross-Antarctic, like, cruiser thing that we tried to make? Yes, yeah, the big and tire thing. Yes, and it was terrible and didn't yes, work at, at all. It, well, Russia made one that worked. They made several that worked, and they're actually still in use today. They were all made in Ukraine. Ah, yeah. So, everything good from Russia. Comes Those from guys Ukraine. were looking at our plans like, no. No, you're doing it wrong. Like, literally, there's... <laughs> I wonder if... I'm I, I'm going to see if Mikhail Kalashnikov's Ukrainian... It might be. It would, that would track. Is that the AK 47 yeah. guy? Okay. <laughs> I wonder if he's. Just pre episode, Ryan was showing me photos of all the AK 47s. Alright, so he is, uh, he's from Korea. Where the hell is Korea? He was showing what? me photos of 70 year old AK 47s.
1: And no. I was like, um, I think you know where that is.
0: Korea, oh. Russia. Ukrainians gonna drink free for life now. I don't understand the reference. What? Scott said, Ukrainians gonna drink free for life now. Yeah. oh yeah yeah like every bar yeah like oh you're you're from ukraine yeah here's a free oh beer. Yeah, i got gotcha. you yeah that's oh it's a thank you for listening. okay so he's basically from kazakhstan which tracks it's borat yeah so yeah just fact that everything good in russia was actually not from russia right if you even think like the only good russian czar uh, Catherine the great she's actually german so oh my goodness <laughs> they literally made nothing good <laughs> Russia's just like a rental cop. It really is. As like, a country. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's not, a, there's nothing good that has come from this country. This is a country that is just like, it's like a giant Ohio. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, that's shockingly accurate. Yeah, it is. It's just a big-ass Ohio. The only thing good that I can think of that came from Ohio is Valentine Research. And even, Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, yeah, Russia does technically make the AK-47, but, like, and that's, like, the only good thing that they've ever made. Because everything else they've taken from another country. Because, like, every piece of their good food and everything all comes from Ukraine. That's probably why they want Ukraine back so bad. (laughs) Probably. Because like a hundred percent of they talent. realize how much of it, like they're, they're literally bro- all of our talent was in this one country. They broke <laughs> up and then they're now realizing after like the the uh, the realization period, like oh my god, it was me, not you. Yeah, <laughs> and they exactly have no idea how to that's handle exactly themselves. <laughs> like Austria
1: to Germany. Yeah,
0: no, it, yeah, Ukraine is Russia's Austria. <laughs> uh, this is making insanely
1: good sense. <laughs>
0: Jesus. All um, well, right, well, let's uh, move on to our actual topic. Yeah, let's segue right into. Uh, um, Last week was Hot Import Nights. 10.
1: Woo! Wow! So
0: dope. (laughs) I. Can't tell if sarcasm, Jenna. (laughs) Let me tell you. Okay. Car Queens is no longer the worst promoter of a show I've ever been to. Oh! They beat Car Queens. Oh my god. Their show was like Car Queens bad, but it was $25 a ticket. Thank God for Wang Cha, because she had a coupon code that saved me 20%, and that made it. $21, Twenty one dollars, which is much more palatable. <laughs> Twenty five is a lot. It's a lot for a show, and it was a terrible, terrible, terrible show. Not just like I saw the picture of the Ford Edge. That you if posted. you clicked on the link, which this is it? a fa- a Facebook page, uh, or a, Facebook, a friend of mine on Facebook that has shared, make sure I'm sure signed in real quick has uh, shared many photos from it, and it's not just that one car. If you click through now, if you just click the little arrow at the front of the yeah, car, I'm going to make this larger for our okay, yeah. Now, if you just click through those photos, okay. they're really just... We'll get the size of that spacer. That is the spacer. That is a one inch. No. That spacer is a four inch spacer. My entire hand. Oh my god, they're stacked. Ryan was able no, to that's one. A rotor hat. it's one spacer. It's a four inch spacer. I can put my entire hand...
1: Ryan fisted the wheel.
0: I, I put my entire... <laughs> of course he did. I put my thumb at the edge of the spacer. And the entire spacer was like <laughs> oh most god. of my fingers. Like, it was wild. Um, <clears throat> also, look at the like eBay.com chrome center cap. That's very noncommittal. It yeah, and indicates if you, if you actually look at their, their factory or 370Z wheels, too, that have just been powder-coated. Oh it's God. really phenomenal. Oh, these are actually my old Lamborghini Murcielago wheels. Really? really? Yep, I sold them to that guy. Well, that's he a, was willing to pay me money for them. Well, that that's, is an absolutely cursed piece of shit car. It is terrible. <clears throat> that car is bad in every way. I took a picture of that at Minneapolis Mile, and he approached me. He's like, hey... I'm like, oh. I didn't tell him that I was taking a picture of his car, ironically. Yeah, it's that's terrific. a bad vehicle. That was, that's like the worst. Uh, it was so bad that's in every way. That's
1: when I would way. start laughing and then run away because I'd be like.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you just do a Tina I, Belcher groan and leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that once in a while in public now. I'm like, oh my God, it's Tina. Dutch. <laughs> I'm really, probably I'm happy. running
1: away from somebody after I ironically
0: took a photo of their car. So Steven's a great guy, and I appreciate Stephen a lot. Yes, Mr. Haig. But he had an orange fender, and now no, it's not. blue. But this is the thing, is like... It's better than the green one. The, the, this is the thing. This car is called Hot End Nights, and it used to be like, this is a show you try very, very hard to get your yes. car into, mm-hmm. and it's literally Steven's daily driver yeah. for summer. Like, I love his car because he has like car eight is, cars. He has one that works. Yeah, I love his car because he uses this car everywhere, yep. all the time. Like, it's his daily. He, yeah, it's literally his daily. And the show, like, he did not wash it before the show. Mm-hmm. He just drove it in. Yeah, that's how I go to shows. Remember, but, Minneapolis Mile, when I was actually outside, I brought the A30 M3, and there was that black, stanced 325 IS next to me. Dude was, like, hoovering it the entire time, <laughs> and my car hadn't been washed in six months. Yeah. And I won. Mm hmm. like, there you go. Yeah. But anyway. But, but I get it. Yeah. Like, the, oh my, how the mighty. Yeah. And then if you keep going, it gets gets better. Oh, <laughs> sorry.
1: It so it is a flathead
0: screw holding on a. a not car- even a flathead. Oh, I mean, okay, flat drive. But, like, for the audio listeners, there is a self tapping, like a, a big a, boy self tapping screw. There's a flathead self tapping screw going into in. a bumper with an eBay not fitting carbon fiber lip with that an aquapovic waiting. exhaust tip. And Things, the exhaust tip's probably worth more than the whole car. Train. Oh, wait, no, not train, just a Mercedes, never mind. Oh. The uh,
1: carbon fiber was wavy.
0: Yeah, it was, the whole piece is just, like, not consistently flush. This looks a lot worse than the $100 carbon fiber spoiler I have on the Model S. Yeah, yep. this one's absolutely awful. It's not, to it, your point, the of exhaust is a very expensive proposition. Yes, and you could tell that that was all he had. He spent his entire budget on the exhaust on his uh, G37, which I'm sure sounded terrible. And it had some, like... I can't believe they'd even make an exhaust for it. Had some, like, it had some, like, discount tire, like, purple wheels on it with the pointy, uh, <laughs> like, wheel bolts. Mm. It was just awful. Were they, like, the fake titanium, too? I'm sure they're neochrome. made of... Uh, yeah. yeah. That wasn't neochrome. They were... Really? I think they were actual chrome. This guy proceeded uh, to tell everybody how this was the fastest <clears throat> um, quad in the world. Um, it's not... Because we asked him how it's fast on... it was on a quarter mile, and he goes, well, fastest force for a quad, and then he refused to say how fast it would go. Has he heard of a Raptor 700? Because people were getting those into the nines. That, I guarantee you, I'm just looking at this right now, I'm going to tell you that it's just not. Uh, it's got mud bogger tires on it? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's just not. Plus, I no. like...
1: Is that person r- not wearing shoes?
0: No, uh, she's wearing, wearing flip flops. Uh-oh. Um, but yeah so and then this guy also had a Evo 5 which is kind of cool oh, shit, but like the last your fucking camera I was like whoa sorry. what's going on <laughs> it's alright, yeah, it was too high let to me see my
1: amazing
0: um, Boyzone sure. zone shirt there we go uh, there we go it's it better i'm sorry guys there we go there we go it's from the mixer but yeah no this this whole Vehicle is just cursed, and the guy was annoying enough that it ruined my experience of seeing the Z5 because the guy was just being so annoying and loud about this stupid quad. We, we
1: weren't allowed to walk both past of those it things. without him telling us about it.
0: And then there were many lifted, like Silverados, which are imports. Apparently, I like the red um, with the green vinyl wrap. Yeah, you no, can it's just clearly co- uh, see the red. Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah, Christmas, it's it's Christmas, Christmas. You won't understand. It's I guess a, it's I a, a Christian thing. I, guess I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> what um, is this even on? It's on Evo. Oh, 10, Evo 10, or understand. No, it probably wasn't even an Evo. It's probably just a rally art. Uh, <laughs> no, let's be honest. It was a regular Lancer that they put all the bodywork and time into. Yeah, probably. Uh, this was a Ooh, Jeep. Nice, nice clean Jeep. Filthy Jeep mm-hmm. with completely worn out tires. Yeah, a pretty low treadwear <laughs> uh, at a show called Hot Import. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, lots of that happening. I like the extension cord there, too. I didn't even notice that the first time. Yep, there's the extension cord. Oh, oh, this was the guy who was DJing out of the back of his truck. That's what it was. Oh. Yeah, the guy was DJing out of his truck. Great. Ew. Anyway. I'm just really Oh, planning. And then, there it is. Boys! The Ford Flex. Oh. It was the worst show I've ever been to. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. This is it. Once I account for the price... Mm-hmm. This okay. show was as bad as car Queen's, but cost money i uh, that 's the thing is the fact that it costs money is what makes it so annoying. I was at a bonfire the night where this show was going, and uh it was across the backyard from Eric bloom, yeah his house and, and office place, and he came back from the show and he just looked wiped. And, yeah. like, I haven't seen any content from it, so, like, the show must have been terrible. It was, <coughs> it was bad. so
1: bad, and I felt so bad for the people they were paying, being paid to model, because everyone was just really cross them, and their and, outfits were horrific. I mean,
0: their outfits were horrific. terrible. I mean, the thing is, when you're a model at an import car show, you're going to... Yeah, but it was... I don't feel that it was You that, know what you're getting into.
1: It was that on top of the horrific outfits that I was just
0: like, The oh. outfits were so bad. They were blue and green
1: Neon, blue, and green with
0: holographic silver. It's so bad. It was just disgusting. I'm going to ver. Oh, I'm not saying in. Damn it. I was going to say, I was going to go to Eric's page and see if he finally posted any content. He for- did. And, it, like, it, it was, like, it was basically, like, very close-up photos of He did the best models. he could. Uh, with, like, <laughs> as much bokeh as I've ever seen at a car show, like, behind the model. Like-, <laughs> no, like, anything to get rid of most of the show, just give me all of the depth of the hear- Honestly, this photo could have been taken anywhere in the world. And it would have been just as good. I the do models have don't say, matter. Or the cars don't matter right? in the background.
1: I'm upset I didn't get any awards for my Lightning McQueen Crocs.
0: She didn't wear her Lightning McQueen Crocs there.
1: No awards. Very disappointing. Sounds like
0: you should have, given the caliber yeah. of the show. But yeah. I was
1: I was concerned because I was like, oh, they're not imports. Like but... the whole
0: point of like going is you're trying to like meet up with like Brian Janic, Sure. And but like, he did was, he like, go to this? Yeah, he was he was, so he, he oh. was judging, but like he was oh, just like, no, he's busy Brian. judging. He put himself on a date with a girl at the show, and he's trying to like, keep her entertained. And I'm just like, dude, did he bring her from California? I don't, I don't know. But I'm just like, I'm just gonna leave you alone, dude. Whatever. It is what it is. Whatever. That's just damage mitigation. Like, it was he just...
1: looked more stressed than I've seen him at a commercial shoot.
0: Poor. Brian. He was just having a terrible time. Yeah. So
1: I think I they just... made him talk to like every car owner there.
0: How desperate were they to try to fill up their venue where they started accepting domestic trucks? I'm just like, dude. Like, yeah. And it was like, it was more expensive than Minneapolis Mile, smaller, and with worse cars. And then when I was looking at the people that were working in the back of the judging area, there were a bunch of people talk shit about Dan all the time. Which I thought was phenomenal. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> like, perfect. Like, there's a couple people that were like that were involved with this that were like good people, but like there's a lot of people I like are just problematic. I'm really glad I didn't go. I didn't even know this was happening until maybe a day or two before it actually happened, but uh I was like I was gonna try and do this and go to Miguel's car show at his shop, but like I didn't make it out to Miguel's car show at his shop because I had like a shitty week last week at work and a shitty week this week at work. But like I went to this and I'm like, boy, I wish I didn't. Yeah, no, I have no regrets of missing car- that. This I think might have ruined car shows for me. Like it was full th- stop. Full stop ruined car shows. It was that bad. Like well, th- this was this was worse than like I think like I'm going to, moving forward as a rule,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to go to Cars and Crafts because I don't go there for the cars, I go there for the, for the pizza first. The cars happen to be there, mm-hmm. and that gives me consistent it's time venue. to make sure that I'm going to get my pizza and my beer and hang out with people that I know that I like that are going to be there. You're doing your maintenance. I don't care about the cars. Right. Um, I think the only car shows I'm going to go to there I actually care about the cars is back, back to the 50s, maybe. Like, that's more friends and cars. Um... Monterey Car Week. I really want to go to the Race gentlemen. Gentleman. Oh, yeah. That's not a car show. Well. And eh, then, like, counts. I think that might be about it. Like, I th- maybe Hot Rod Fallout in Connecticut, because that's just, like, pre-50s Hot Rods. Okay. And there's 2,000 cars. Now, when you say pre-50s, how pre-50s? Like, Hot Rods. Like, they're not allowed to have customs. Yeah, you can get it. Okay. Um... <laughs> Like, that's like, what I was fishing for. Like, shoebox Fords are a cutoff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you, anything new in a shoebox Ford is not allowed. Okay, and those are 49? 50. 50, okay. Two, I think, was the last year of a shoebox Ford. But, like... That's a you, great name. You cannot bring a Ford Mainland. No, like a Ford not. Mainland is That would, would be ridiculous. <laughs> like, you can... That's too new. That would be absurd. Like, it's literally for hot rods. Get your modernity out of it here. Is Reject actually, modernity. I, I think, actually, I think, I think shoeboxes aren't even allowed. I think maybe... But like I really liked that one that showed up in the spectator. Shoeboxes are fucking that was, cool. That was cool. Like I wished I could have seen the engine. I really like shoeboxes. Like you, they're very rare. Right. We may have to have one show for next year, which, which is-, is coming back. Oh shit! <gasps> what? Uno- yeah. uh, unofficially, but like my boss knows all the people because he's yeah. a sponsor, and I like I told him I'm like I'm not working on your Ferrari until you get this show back.
1: <gasps> and okay. he, he's Black been Nail. like ccing me
0: on like uh, yeah. email exchanges and the the main. Woi, dude, is like in contact with them, but like it was too short of notice to do it this year with Memento. But like it, it sounds like I mean, don't quote me on it, but it should be next year. We should get Pozzolina I'm.
1: It's I'm at least far. in the works, yeah. which yes. is super important. Uh, but like that, is, that
0: counts as like Monterey Car Week sort of Phenomenal. Yes, that's a great show. So anyway, there's a little morsel of hopefully good information. But anyway, uh, keeping on the vein of misplaced domestic trucks. Once upon a time at Cars and Crafts, we saw a little Red Express truck. Yes. yes, we did. And, oh my god, was that amazing to see in person. Yeah. I didn't realize, though, that Dodge tried to get in the 90s with oh. the Dakota. That can't possibly be an actual Dodge creation. That's it, bad. It was, but it didn't make production for long. And oh. I think the reason why is it didn't have performance. Mm yeah it had a four-cylinder in it that made 100 horsepower that's bad don't worry it's had the smokestacks uh also okay. it was based on let's be honest a pretty bad generation of a pretty yeah. bad truck so i uh, i don't know what was going on in the early 90s as far as like how to truck to be to, be, to or... be fair that was probably the best dakota oh because, yeah this, probably like it had the best cool variants of it the tr- the base truck itself sucked don't get me wrong but like, as far as cool variants go, that was probably the best cool variant. You're right because the two generations I can think of that followed it were. You really just realized what is community does not have a share function for photos. It doesn't have a share function, and it doesn't have like just a generic notification. Yeah, I'm, thing. I'm waiting for the notification thing and the share function because the share functions allow me to do stuff. I posted something in community. I wanted to share it. Um. Oh yeah, that is one of the cool ones. Dakota convertible. I did it's a it. Did Yes, it is a Shelby Dakota convertible and a V8. They're very cool. That's exactly the one I was talking about. Uh, I'm pulled oh my lord. Wow. Dead Air is really, really good for podcasts, so I apologize, but like. Yeah. Oh, that is that is how that photo is actually cropped, unironically. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh that's just zoomed in. Nope. <clears throat> uh okay copy image link paste wow i did not know that they made a convertible dakota that's actually i had to cool. share this post i made in community on instagram so i could share it because i really want to share this to the groups the app stomach. still needs work but it is improving every it, week it, like, it, it, the they apps, keep adding features I genuinely love community i was kicked off of facebook all uh, last week because I made. There was I a, was gonna say, do I even want to know? There's a picture of a Lamborghini LM002 that was ah, with the gun on the top. It was yeah, being yeah, concepted yeah. For, as a anti aircraft gun for Italy. Yep. And I said, oh well, it looks like if Pablo Escobar had an anti aircraft gun, and apparently that was enough to get me zucked. So it wasn't the group admins; it was Facebook. No, that was literally Facebook that zucked me for saying, oh my god, it looks like if Pablo Escobar. Had it was not the group ad. Did you just hit like the superfecta of keywords that gets? Apparently, brand? I did, and then I, and then the thing is, is I'm like I disagreed with it, and then they're like they stood by their decision. Oh my god! You even appealed it. I appealed it, and they're like, Great. nope. <laughs> like this is just wild. Great, fantastic. But look at the heart of power. Gross! It's literally just a four cylinder version of an inline six. It's the two two without the turbo. No, it's literally a Dodge Omni engine in yep. a truck. Yep. That was 060 of never. It looks like a Ranger under the hood, but the Ranger at least... The the whole point of the Little Red Express yeah. was the express part. This truck. is just a Little Red truck. Yep, Little Red slow, tragic truck. This is just a Little Red truck, yeah. But like the 70s Little Red Express truck is seriously my favorite truck. Yeah, it expressed. I mean, it's so cool. It had a 360 in it with a four barrel. Yeah. Manual. Yeah. And got around emissions. sure did. Yep, that's very cool. truck, you know, not a car. Yep. Not a muscle car, it's a muscle truck. Um, it's like the SRT-10 before the SRT-10. So speaking of V8 stuff, yes. holy crap, flathead engines are heavy. Uh, Yeah, no, I actually did... I, I this is one I of, don't think you appreciate it until you lift one and correct. you try and put it on a dolly. But I did know this because I looked into it for the E36 project, which I didn't end up doing. Somehow a nail head is heavier, but... Well, flatheads flat are still no joke. It's more cast iron, so Yes, I guess I get Let's that. Let's just
1: say my Toyota Sienna did a wonderful job.
0: Well, the brakes are good. The brakes were.
1: And the brakes are yes.
0: already. Uh, <laughs> the was... brakes were yes. Okay. <coughs> you noticed the <laughs> I can see the terror <laughs> on your face. I stepped on the brakes for the first time when I was like leaving this guy's driveway, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like this will be a fun hour drive home. <laughs> Jenna's face has the very. Yeah, so. Mm, look.
1: Yeah, he it's, picked it's me up good. from work with the engine in the back, and I was. I, I was a little
0: like. I will. S- I want to drive my car. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Buick vastly outbreaked. The Sienna. That's a big yikes. Like, I would trust the Buick. What it. is wrong? Is there like it is, air in the lines or something? No. There was a gigantic. Six hundred pound yes. Ford flathead that was way back behind the rear axle. But the Sienna has like a five thousand pound towing capacity, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. But the weight distribution—it
1: was physically in the car.
0: Yeah, the weight distribution with the braking system. So was put it put like, all was it? it put all of the weight on the rear brakes and nothing up front. So was it like anti-locking? No, it was like you step on the brakes and the rear brakes acted before the front brakes. Oh. So. That must have been a sensation. You're hey, yeah, driving a forklift, but with front wheel steering. Yes, it was horrifying, <laughs> absolutely horrifying. But uh, then I got it home, and I put it on my t- on my Harbor Freight dolly that was apparently <clears throat> rated to a thousand pounds. Ah. it does not seem to be coping with that well. No, um, <laughs> uh, those engines are very very heavy, but they're not a thousand pounds. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it literally broke in half. Yep. I didn't
1: realize this was your picture.
0: Yeah, no, I this is literally in the garage. The worst $7.99 ever. Yeah, no, that's very broken. Um, I like that the casters are just like admitting defeat out <laughs> to yeah. the sides. It was really, really, really fun getting that pushed. Up. But the engine is not on the floor, so technically it hasn't failed. Yeah. No, it's. Technically, no. It's just it doesn't move now. I have to put it on an engine hoist to move it around So it's got a carrying capacity of 1,000 pounds, but it has a moving weight of like 300. Though. Probably say four. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll give it four. I'll give One it... One metric tucker. I will, I, will give it, I will give it some credit and say 400. But I mean, also, I could not evenly distribute this weight because this was not... This is a very odd shape. Those engines are kind of pointy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're very weird shapes. Yes. Um, so uh, let, let's however, back up. Why do you have a flathead? Cause, Where did you find um, it? My buddy Alex was um, putting a. He purchased a F1. Ford, Ford F1. F1. Yep, okay. Um, and the entire truck needed everything done. Okay. So the engine was on stock. The engine had. It was. That's it, it was parked for four years. It's very similar to the Buick. That engine spins. Yeah. Dude, that's a good engine. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's the thing. is I'm not sure how good it is because flatheaders have so many problems. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But, um, if it spins, yeah, it, it's good. at least the water pumps spin uh, on their own. The inside spins, and the inside, like, if the cylinder's mm-hmm. fully corroded mm-hmm. and it's cracked and I can't do anything with it, I, I have a junk block, and it's worth a couple hundred bucks as a core. However, those water pumps are, since they spin and they're good, I can just power, I can just sandblast those, and they're good. Nice. Because... Uh, because flathead water pumps as long as they spin they work basically sure um that's kind of like the engine itself but anyway he put he put an ls into it and he was going all carbon fiber with like the entire body on it ah so not conducive to an iron flathead that makes 60 horsepower no and i'm like this is a very cool engine and he's like you want it i'm like yeah i will take a free flathead and so i picked it up from his house and he's got a yeah it was a lot better than i imagined like, it's, it's, I, it doesn't have a fuel pump on it. It doesn't have a carburetor. No, no distributor. Um, um, is it a 21 or a 20? 20... It's an 8BA. It's a it, Yeah, it's, like, the best flat. Oh Yeah. I know, it's literally the best flat. Dude, head. an unstuck 8BA is worth a thousand bucks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> now I'm sitting here, this is why I was, like, looking at, like, a lot of, like, hot rod things. I'm like, oh, shit. Now I've got, I'm like, I'm probably going to... That's a score. I think I'm... Might sell the Cressida wow. and put a hot rod in the Cressida's place a hot rod project because I'm like, I kind of want to do a i oh, um, I'm just hearing the wet noises in my yeah, ears. I want to. I want to do. <laughs> I want to do like a, <laughs> a what, early '40s Mercury. Okay. Uh, build with it. So if I were, this is if I end up keeping it. I'm. I mean, if I get like, I just need a vessel to put it into. Yes. But like.
1: Did I flat spot ideal would eat that ideally
0: up? would be yeah ideally it'd be like probably a forty six forty seven Mercury two door. Hear me out. I think you should get a nineteen ninety eight BMW M three sedan. I'm not gonna lie, my <laughs> first thought was because I have next to it is a a three forty e automatic transmission for my Cressida. Like a spare one, and I'm like, <laughs> my initial reaction was <laughs> just googling like. 8BA A340 bell housings. Let's see if anything exists. <laughs> if that's ever been Googled before in the history of humanity, I'll be a little surprised and then that was, also a little proud. That was my first reaction. I'm like, no, I actually want to put this into something that I would actually enjoy. And Correct. so, like, last night I was looking up, I'm like, oh, man, you know, it would be kind of cool to just, like, save up, get, like, a steel, like, like a steel a like model a like chassis and body yeah and like just do like a perfect like my ideal hot rod build and that was contingent upon a few things so ideal for uh, ideal hot rod build would be a uh column shifted uh three-speed automatic yep. flathead um and then it would have buick hydraulic brakes and wood light headlights and Oh, my God. Woodlight headlights are so expensive. Holy crap. I was going to say, I'm like, not only... I'm, your comment wasn't going to be how cool they were. It's going to be, holy shit, I looked up how much they cost. They're very cool. You know what woodlights are, right? I think so. Yeah, those are those, like, Art Deco oh. projectors from the 1920s. Yeah, they're super cool. But they're, like, $9,000. Nobody makes a fucking repop? No, and they're uh, not because who the hell is going to buy a repop for their Ruxton? <laughs> you never know, Ryan. These so is the poor person. That 3D owns printers a, need to get better. The th- the poor person that owns a Duesenberg, like. <laughs> um, but anyway, I do like how tiny those were, though. I mean, like <laughs> they, and really, they were really good. They look really cool on hot yeah. But I, after I was doing some digging, uh, actually today I saw some really dope headlights. That's I mentioned earlier. Is some like old yeah. school, so, like gigantic headlights. Oh yeah. So When the bulb goes in the bottom, you know it's good. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking at ideas of what i going to do with this flathead. I'm not sure what my final thing is, but I still have to, I have to pull the heads off. Um, and I Fill want, it with marble mystery oil like all the boomers do. Well, I got to. There's some places where cracks are okay because everything is fact. Every flathead is cracked somewhere. It's a matter of where it's cracked. Hopefully, it's the heads. If it's cracked between two coolant galleys, it's no big deal. Well, no, it's not just the heads. Like the blocks crack. Hmm. But it depends on where the blocks crack. Because a crack between, like, two coolant guys, it's no big deal. Right. Now, if it's a crack coolant, saying, coolant. I, it yeah, if it's a coolant galley to a cylinder, you have a capital P problem. Can you magnaflux those or no? Yeah, you can. But, like, I'm just going to pop the heads off. So and could visually. somebody yes. MagnaFlex it? Obviously, if there's a capital P, you're to sell the engine off. You're supposed to. You're be. supposed to MagnaFlex them. But, like, my thing is, like... I, I'm gonna pull the heads off, see if there's any cracks the cylinders, or any cracks that are like catastrophic. Yeah. If there's not a catastrophic crack somewhere on it, yeah, or like a very 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 unnecessarily clean cylinder, which means it's also burning coolant, then if, it's not, if it doesn't have any of that, and I'm gonna move forward with like trying to get the start and make sure it works. Um, but there's like the thing is the flatheads is every. If you can think of anything on a car that could possibly go wrong, all of that happens. And every time you start that car, you roll in a D20. And sure. if you get a crit fail, it needs a whole engine rebuild and a new block. So, Great. Yeah, it, 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 it is very capable of being very cursed. I'm really happy that that's, like, my favorite V8 engine. Yeah, no, there's a reason I like nail heads by comparison. I'm happy, but the heads are really cool. Flatheads no, are uh, very cool. And free, the free, noise, free oh my goodness. The, the, wettest the, noise in the noise is the best. And actually what I like about them is they're very quiet for mm-hmm. a V8. Yeah. So you can just run them. Actually, they're one of the few engines that you can run without a header, hmm. without burning exhaust valves because the exhaust flow is so poor. Well, I You see not in, don't in burn the sensor one especially. Yeah, you never burn exhaust valves. So that's good. <laughs> uh, there are positives and negatives to so flatheads. Mostly <laughs> negatives, but you accept those. We'll be real. Yeah. Mostly negative, Yeah, but, just are, but them. Yeah. don't ignore the positives because mm-hmm. they're there, and really the positive for me is the noise. The noise is really great, and which I've, I also have this thing where I've never made, on a car that I've personally owned, I've never made over 200 horsepower, and I want to continue that moving forward. All right. I just think that'd be an ideal thing. Making I've had all 200 these... horsepower in the most obscure way possible. Yeah, like I've had all these cool cars. I've never made over 200 horsepower. Like that's uh, my like thing. Like Jan, the Buick is Jan's car. It's not mine, <laughs> and it makes over 200 horsepower. I'm happy to let her have that because I've never made over 200 horsepower. Never. Right. That's I'm like me making... and automatics. Like the Rolls is 10% mine. It's not titled my. It's name. not yours. It's not correct. Yeah, and I've always had slow cars. So. <laughs> Perfect. I hope. I can upload the engine noise to a flat... I have no segue. To yeah. the electric charger and challenger. So Because <laughs> that, that's not actually an electric noise. It's old news at this point, but like yeah. we haven't recorded for a while. But Dodge showed off the new charger, yes. which looks like an existing challenger, but, but it looks like an old charger, yeah. which makes more sense. And the name, unlike the Mustang Mach-E actually kind of fits the ethos of the car, because yeah. a Charger, you plug into a Charger. Charge, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. essentially, you've already seen it, I'm sure, but it's an electric Dodge Challenger, mm-hmm. and that's just how they're going to be. So the new... And they brought back the Polaris logo. The Polara logo, and yes, it is really, really cool. So the triangular logo used to be the Dodge logo back in the Polara days, in the 70s. It was specifically for Polaris. Yep. But and they had like it, an it, it, it was supposed to be the Polaris star that's what I call it the Polaris. The only thing I know about the Polara is what I saw on Roadkill, but they covered a very brief history. They're of they're really cool. They're ba- They're the. They are the most. They are the most muscle car. Muscle car. I like, think they're also really cheap because nobody cares about them. Yes, they're very cheap because they're exceptionally heavy and they're very slow and there's and they're big too. Right? Even if you got like yeah, they're so, they're just giant. So one thing. There's a lot about this car. You can love it or hate it, whatever. It's no longer LX platform, so these are not based on a 90Z class anymore. But it has a front wing. I don't know if that's going to come to production or not, but it just makes me think of the Cannonball Run, where the Countach of the front wing... (laughs) Well, like, that's like a TVR move. It's like, you know how bad the rock chips are going to be in there? It's like, yeah, but it looks cool. It's It's like, if that makes it to production, I will give them many kudos for it. It'll just not. I know. I know. This is the thing it is, oh, um right there. Mm. I appreciate the effort. I guess I don't know, but like, EVs are not gas cars. No. Don't try to make them something or not. Like, it's just it's so wild to me because it's like, I'm just going back like a hundred years when we were phasing out steam cars. <laughs> um, we were we were phasing out aggressive. Yeah, we were phasing out <laughs> steam cars and. Like, you, like you didn't have people trying to get steam car customers by making a gas car sound like a steam car, right. operate like a steam car. You just had, this is a gas car. You got to preheat the fuel tank. Yeah, no, this is a gas car. Like, <laughs> w- what's cool about a gas car? You can get gas everywhere. Ah, mm. and, and it's fast. and it, You, you can service it without tank. killing yourself. Well. Wow. And it doesn't need hundreds of thousands of PSI to run properly. It doesn't blow blasting hot thousand degree steam in your face if it breaks. All of your skin's gonna actually remain intact. Yeah, it doesn't burn your skin it's off. It's gonna be it crazy. Like, that's yeah. the big thing about a gas car. Like with the E V car, it's like, hey, um, you're gonna be able to go to Guam in a hundred years if you have this. So Right. I like Guam. I would like to continue to go to Guam. But you're You're, you're right. <laughs> it's like I mean I don't, People are so concerned about bridging the gap between combustion engine vehicles and electric cars, and they need to just go whole hog into what makes EVs good and leave what's good with fuel cars in yeah, fuel no, cars. Look, at, look to Formula E. Like Formula E is what you need. Like Look at what Tesla is doing. Like Formula E is not trying to make a EV sound like a flathead. Right. Oh, it's, although... No. That'd be cool. Ugh. But, like, it's it's, it's its it's it's own thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like... Actually, I do know. Like, I know that this is stupid. That's what I know. So... Also, it has no seats. Yes. I see this. Yeah. But it's just a stupid car. It's so dumb. And it's <laughs> like, this is... This is a measure that excites the automotive press and only the automotive press. Also, if it doesn't have defeatable traction control... There's going to be no heavy breathing by all the uh, current people that are actually car shows. Oh, cars. have you ever actually seen side shows? They don't turn off the trash control. Oh. No. They just do burnouts, and they understeer people. But you need to... No. the no. trash control is super aggressive on those. Have you seen what they actually do? Yes. Yeah, usually the trash control is going bananas. I guess. In most, in most videos, remember you see a video of like some guy like understeering his car into like a, like the one parking lot pole like the entire lot. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, his trash Target control. Target fixation. Yeah, it is, it, yeah, the trash control is going bang on us the entire time. Um. Well, how about some good news? Doc, yeah, Please, um, save me. SR20s are no longer going to pull a premium come race day. <laughs> because guess what? They're going back in production. Just the DET <laughs> or all variants? Uh, they're just making a lot of line block, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mercury Enterprise of Hachochi City, or... Er, Hachiochi City, uh, Japan, is reproducing SR20s with Nissan's blessing. alright D.E.T., so, Okay, yeah. So I mean, it'll be the D. It'll be the one that people want. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Um, what company had the beams? Was that Toyota? Yeah. yeah. that was Okay. So what am I thinking? There was like some like different color valve cover on an SR21. So it's like the super desirable one. Did the, the Neo or whatever? Yeah, the yeah. Neo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I know I, that was like the RB25DET Neo, and then the SR20 There was a very Neo. brief period in time which I actually cared about SR20s when I was in high school because I really wanted a Sentra SCR. Yes, like the uh, B13 Sentra SCR. Mm-hmm. Um, the earlier one. Yeah, the '90s one. But like. By the time we were in high school, those were becoming un- unattainable. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll stick a B13 Centro and just lower it and put an, SC, uh, put an SR20 into it. Because, like, G20 is for like a dollar. Back oh, then. yeah. So you can just, like, get a front wheel drive SR20 and just stuff it into whatever you want. <laughs> like, not a problem. And then, I don't know. I ended up with an Accord. Here I am. And now I have Hondas. And so you said, Actually, I don't have any Hondas anymore. I've got, actually, I have a Honda. Uh, and? I've uh, And Honda. Uh,
1: Dis- uh, undisclosed location.
0: Correct. In several pieces. Don't try to steal it. Yep. So, that's what people I've say. Been, like, they're like, why don't you put the engine in your car? I'm like, dude, like, they get stolen. Like, out and St. Paul. Like, I, I need to, like, find a very secure storage area. To it. move it to your house? Yeah. Um, <laughs> briefly, before I go on to my topic, I've never liked how SR-20s sound. And I've never really liked how any Nissan sound engine sounds. They all kind of suck. RB20s, I think, sound no. good. 20 specifically. The 25 and 26, I don't like how they sound. Just okay. do it. All right, fine. I think. What the about colds- like a VK45? The closest thing to a Nissan engine that I actually like the sound of is when you punch out and you run triple side draft carbs on a L series six cylinder. Oh, those, okay, L28 and, sounds really good. Um, okay, yeah, you have to like an l And so, like, S20s. From the like, well, like, From like the actual GTRs, the sixties yeah. and seventies GTRs, the like those two liter six cylinders that rev to the moon in the seventies. Yeah, 70s? those, those yeah. are pretty cool. But okay, like, fine, the majority of their engines, like the sound, is not really what does it for me. Actually, I get to hear a very good sales pitch from Nissan, because like every time somebody's like, they're just so cool. I'm like, what's cool about them? They allowed the time to be built. But like, this the thing is like, yeah. that's not <laughs> Nissan. That's, that That was, was Nissan-Renault. That, that was Renault. It oh, was so it was like Renault. it was like, like Saab versus GM? Like, don't build that. Okay, we won't. Yeah. What the hell is this? Oh, yeah, we forgot. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> like I've yet to hear somebody give me, like, a really solid sales pitch on yep. why Nissan's good. Sell me on blank. Like, because the thing is, whenever somebody gives me one, it's always, like, because they're cool. I'm like, okay, what's cool? Because they make cars I like. I'm like, all right, well... Why do you like it? Because it's cool. I'm like, okay. Oh, circular reasoning. It begs the it's question. It's always circular reasoning. And I'm like, well, all right, well, RB26 is dope and all, but it's like, it's less reliable. 26s 20, suck, I learned. But like, 25s are just good. Just as a whole, RBs versus JCs. RBs are less reliable and they make less power than JZs. And. BMW engines too. Yeah, like, but that's the thing it's like, just like looking direct competitor to competitor, sure. not trying to think of the future. Yeah, like just like like no, apples was, to apples here, talking current. Job. Like, yeah, or so. like if you look at like, um, you, you're like, all right, well, I really like the Datsun Z cars. I'm like, okay, fair, those were good, but like. Can you really tell me that a Datsun Z was that much cooler than a Celica? In that era? Probably not. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll give you the Z, the original Z. Because when Zs were cool, Celicas were awesome. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, I'll give you, like, I'll give you objectively the 240Z. I'll give you one car that was made for, like, three, four years. Okay. And that's all I I will give you. Because... Like everything else, there was a better competitor, <laughs> and I'm not talking like a European car. I'm talking yeah. a competitor, a Japanese car, because they're like, okay, well, I really like, um, I, I really like, um, <clears throat> C10 Skylines or C10. Actually, c 110 Skylines is cool, that doesn't exist. Like they made like literally 100 and they made like 196 Ken Marie GTRs. That's not very many. No, that's a small number. Yeah. Like, <laughs> i like that that discourse right now that was deep yeah not a big like, number the, no no yeah that, that car yeah. doesn't it, it's like that would be like basing the entire reasoning of toyota being good <laughs> around like the, the 2000 gt yeah it's wow. like cool they made eight of them like okay moving on what's an attainable cool like what, was, yeah, like what was the first attainable cool toyota i don't know the first attainable cool toyota would be uh corona like Pittsburgh. Which is oh, they made they made the Corona 1600 GT, which was a uh, twin cam 1.6 liter <laughs> Corona coupe. Very cool. And I could pretty much tell that just from the name. Yeah, like so a <laughs> <cool, laughs> fucking car. Um, Props but to like, Toyota. I, like, like I, I do like. There's a lot of me that wants to real. Like I want to love Nissan. Yeah. Like I try really, really, really hard, but. Like, they have cars that I like, but I can't objectively call them good as a company. Because they, like, looking through their 90s cars, like, yes, okay, they made, like, the S13, the S14s, they made the 240s, which are fine, but, like... Again, the only reason the 240s are popular is because they were just the only thing that was optional, or that option at that time. Yep. Yeah. Um, they didn't have a better competitor necessarily. But, yeah. And even then, I'm not like a huge fan because it never made them right from the beginning. Because, like, right. in America, I should say. Because, objectively, the Sylvia. Ks. It was good. The, S, the S13 coupe with right. the turbo was actually good. Isn't that K apostrophe S too? Yes. Oh, God. They, did, they They actually had... They were all different um, suits of cards. Well, they did like Ks, Rs... They had Ks, Qs, Js, and Aces. Oh, okay. And the other two were just like, you didn't want them. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you think of like... Yeah, when the 240s were really The Ks really and scanning, Qs were the ones you wanted. Steam, like... Toyota, their uh, Celicas were front-wheel drive. Like, that wasn't an equivalent product. No, they didn't. It's like you're just praising a car because it was the only thing. Yeah, and it's like, I I, I don't see how that garners my affection. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, like, especially, like, when you look at the American models, like, okay, you have a truck engine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the KA. Yeah, you have a truck engine, now you have a dual-ring cam truck engine. And, like, the SR20s are like, fine, those are good. They cannot build power, and they're not reliable. They're not a good engine. SRS? SRS are not good because hmm. you to make the equivalent amount the equivalent amount of power that you'd make with like, a Honda four cylinder. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, you have to dump a ton of money into it. Like, at this point, just put a K twenty four into it and be done with oh, it. Oh well, now yeah. But like even even then like you're you're yeah you people are like building like SRS and it's just, like you can put a one J into it and make significantly more power for the same amount of, power, and amount of money. And they sold 1Js in this country. And you could put a V8, you could put in oh, a Toyota yeah. or a Nissan V8 into One it. U it. or just, a VK45. You yeah. just bolt a, any other engine into it. And then, like even the VK forty five, like that's fine, but like because the goofy intake manifold on it again it doesn't have a huge aftermarket support. Oh, it's garbage support. It's, yeah. yeah, like and, you're not doing much with that. And let's be honest, the one UZ up until recently had no aftermarket support. I they didn't really need it, but yeah, you're <laughs> right. True. <but. laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. No. I, again, apples apples can't do much with a V eight swap. Right. Unless you did like a small watch you're just stupid at that point. Oh, uh, um, No. 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 But yeah. Maybe so like Nissan, no. like I've yeah. not heard. A good like they make some good cars from time to time, but as a company, are not good. Any idiot gets lucky twice. And to your point, they had a three-year period where they had the best product in a category. Yeah, once. Yeah, they've like occasionally make. And like this thing is like they can make some good things. GM post emissions has made some good things. I will never ever say. That they're a good company. No. Because, like, if you count the number of objectively good Nissans Mm -hmm. and the number of objectively good not muscle car GMs, you have about the same amount of cars. They are definitely more missed than hit companies. Yeah. And, like, when they have a hit, they knock it out of the park. But, like, so does Mitsubishi. And Mitsubishi is not a good company by any means. Nope. They're a terrible, terrible, terrible bad company. Put the Mirage. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, Nissan, uh, they're the... Uh, you know what they are? They're the Volkswagen of Japan. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's no. exactly what they are. Because yeah. the owners are just as, like, insufferable. Like, their owners are just like, why do you like, Vol- why do you like Volkswagen? Because they're cool. Why are they cool? Because I like them. Well, it's the same thing with Nissan. Because it's JDM. Yeah. Because oh, a... it's, it's not a Honda. I'm like, dude, it's not 2002 anymore. You don't need to say that. Like, find a real reason. Wow. So... Yeah, I. It, my uh, thesis here is just the Descent Sucks. Cool. I mean, in long form, that's fine. Yeah, that, that's a very long way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. I'm used to this. All right, last topic of the day. And again, these are all kind of old, but whatever. Bear with me. So we've had a couple pieces of tech in the past, mainly from Toyota. Yeah, and then also from uh, like computer manufacturers, essentially, when it comes to mimicking a manual transmission without a manual transmission. Yes. So this has been handled a couple different ways, but this is the first time I've heard of this way. So what Koenigsegg is doing is they're taking their in-house dual clutch trans. Yes. So it's I think a nine-speed dual clutch auto Mm -hmm. but what they're allowing you to do is when you don't want to drive it in dual clutch mode which you should never want to do because automatics are dumb and horrible the computer will actually allow you to use a synthesized weighted clutch pedal and an h-pattern shifter which is all still mechanical linkages and spring detents so it feels like a manual and it will engage and disengage the clutches and gears just like it would in a conventional manual transmission so this is my kind of manual. If so when you're any, lazy, it's when you're being lazy. I know, like. This is, this is how you should do it. It is. I'm like. Because there are times where. I love manual, don't get me wrong, but boy howdy, am I a lazy human. You know how lazy you are. Oh yeah, if I have a McDouble and a coffee in both my hands, wow, well, I'm still You know, you're lazy. Like, you literally bought a Tesla so you can put it on autopilot when you're commuting. I, I almost never use autopilot, but yes. But no, that was your original reason why, so you could autopilot during your commute. It's really good for when you've not had any drinks in a day. Yeah, like it, it's it's just, it's... Well, the tech is there, and like the clutches are engaging and disengaging anyway, so That's... other than a significantly higher weight and more complexity and higher service cost of an automatic, this doesn't have any of the other drawbacks. And you're getting all the benefits of, yeah, when you don't care, like, say, you just want to bang off a perfect quarter mile time, I'm under no delusion that you're going to do it better yourself than the computer will. So you can give yourself the opportunity to not be humiliated when you don't want to be. You can still go do a track day in it. And, you know, if you're learning a track, you don't want to have to deal with one more thing, which is shifting. Yeah. So in this case, it does make sense. And I'm okay with this on record. But since Koenigsegg did it, and Christian von Koenigsegg is nuts, this is probably actually done well. Yeah, no, I've, I've got full faith. Like, everything that I don't trust about Nissan, I fully trust with Koenigsegg. Which is... Just obscene, but yes, I agree. Like I would, if I were to have, like, if I was going to be spending money for a hypercar mm-hmm. and I wanted it to actually work, I'd probably get a Koenigsegg. There's probably however, a CCX there X- say, out there with 200,000 miles on however, it. However, that being said, I, if I was getting a hyper uh, hypercar, I'm not giving a shit about how reliable it is. I'm buying it because I'm absolutely a vain person. I just get. A You're gonna buy a Countach? No, I'm buy Bacani if I'm getting a hyper a oh, hypercar. Good. Hypercar, not supercar. You can get a manual Zonda. Yeah, no, a supercar. I'd totally get a Countach. However, if I was in the market for a hypercar, I'm still getting a Pagani because it's entirely a vain thing. And Pagani just makes the best looking it, vehicles. It is the most normally. pantomime thing in the world. It is world. like I don't care that I'm they are liber- the tech company. Yeah, no, I don't care. Got the I don't, pasta I, sauce and wine company. Yeah, no, mean. I want the car that looks fancy and is like I want the hypercar that is really just a hotted up supercar. Because it's all a Pagani is. It isn't really... What's under the hood? Uh, It's an SL engine. Yeah, literally. Like, it's not anything special. Like, Pagani is a modern Bizzarini. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, they're more vain than Bizzarini. I can't even think of what they would be. I love that the gauge cluster is all SIM card or mobile tools. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yep. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, they must have moved in next to a factory that uh, just made just those. made SIM card removal tools because the all of the instrumentation dials are SIM card removal tools. Uh, okay. So there there you go. It's a not manual manual SIM card removal dashed car that's probably really reliable by an eccentric Swedish man. Ta ta da! Yay! Oh. All right. Well, good show. Bye guys. Bye. See you Bye. next week.